We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. So don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more that you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of the show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash manifest. Just go to indeed.com slash manifest right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash manifest. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. For the new year, I really want to make sure that sauning is a big part of my wellness routine, and that is where I'm thrilled to bring in Bond Charge. Bond Charge is a holistic wellness brand with a huge range of evidence-based products to optimize your life in every way. Founded on science and inspired by nature, all Bond Charge products adapt ancestral ways of living in our modern-day world. Their extensive range of premium wellness products help you sleep better, perform better, and have more energy, recover faster, balance hormones, reduce inflammation. The list really is endless. If you're interested, go to bondcharge.com manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15%. That's B-O-N-C-H-A-R-G-E dot com slash manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15% off on your purchase. That's bondcharge.com slash manifest. of Manifest with Tori DeSimone. I'm your host, Tori DeSimone. And uh, yeah, it's been quite a week. Um, I, I, I just want to jump right into today's episode. Normally, I start with three things I'm grateful for that happened last week, three things I'm manifesting, and a question. I actually moved that to the end of the episode today, and you guys will kind of see why it just flows a little bit better with what I'm going to talk about today and why... Well, the positivity is going to be at the end. Um, yeah, I hope you guys are staying safe. Uh, when I'm filming this, it's Sunday, March 22nd. So the episode is going up tomorrow on March 23rd. Um, last week, I didn't have an episode out because I was really, really sad. And I just wanted, I don't know, like I needed I needed a week to like understand what was really going on and just I wasn't able to come on here and put out like a happy episode last week or one that was going to be positive in the end and I was just I was just feeling a lot of emotions last week. So um let's just, you know, address what's going on. We all know what's going on. Um the whole world does, which is crazy. So obviously all this talk with COVID-19 and what's been going on with it, um ultimately we had to uh close stride for two weeks. Um, that's what we thought two weeks. I still am planning on reopening on the 30th of March. Um, as of now, I feel like information changes every single hour. So we're just, you know, monitoring it closely. That's what everyone's saying. All the businesses like we're monitoring the situation closely, which we are doing as well. Um, we're just like looking closely. We're honestly taking it hour by hour and just seeing where it goes. It's definitely really sad to not have my doors open and to have my business like closed right now. But 
I'm going to really talk about all of that in this episode and all of my thoughts, what it's like being a small business owner during this time. It's a really weird time. Um, it's a really sad time. It's a, it's a stressful time. It's a really guilty time. Um, like I said, I'll talk about all of that, but yeah, so that's what's been going on with me. Um, I've just been laying super, super low, um, trying to figure out like what's best for the business, what's best for me and what my best moves are. Um, but yeah, I'm going to talk about a little bit of everything. So I've been in Philly for this whole quarantine, which has been really, really amazing. Um, you guys know that I have a house in the suburbs and then I have an apartment in Philly and my apartment in Philly has roommates and I'm so beyond grateful for my roommates. Um, when we had to close the studio last Thursday, um, which was like 10 days ago, I was here in the city and I was like, I think I'm just going to stay here for a little bit for a couple of days. And I ended up going home on Monday night, back to my suburb house on Monday. And that was what, six days ago. And I was like, it's just kind of sad being home. Like it's, I'm alone there. It's pretty lonely. It's sad. And I just don't really have any purpose to be there. So I've been in Philly with my roommates and I'm really grateful for them. I feel like I'd be super sad and alone and maybe even a little depressed um, if I was doing this quarantine alone. You know, I'm, I'm really grateful that I have roommates. and I'm grateful that my roommates are healthy and that they're also also uh, practicing social distancing. And it's just been really nice to have people around me during this time. If I was at home, um, a lot of my friends that are home from college right now and that um, aren't going back to college are at their parents' house and they're just like going insane having to like live with their parents again. So I love my parents and if I was at home and I didn't have Philly, I'd probably be with them. But I would also probably be going a little stir crazy because I haven't lived with my parents in four years. So I totally get that as well. And I just, I really want to just say really quick, this whole country is affected and I feel for everyone and I'm really going to get into that in a minute. Um, but my best friends are being really affected by their senior year of college being taken away from them. And you know, that would have been my senior year of college too. So like class of 2020, I really feel for you, high school seniors and college seniors. I can like, there's so much that happens in your senior year. Um, I can really only speak from a high school standpoint because I obviously didn't live the college life, but my senior year of high school was undoubtedly the best year of my whole school, um, my whole schooling, you know, career, whatever you're going to say. Um, I really loved my senior year of high school and I really feel for seniors that are getting that experience taken away from them. It was really a time where I felt like I got along with my classmates and I felt like actually a part of something for once in my school. And there's just a lot of fun events that go on and it, you just feel really secure and okay. And I just, I, it's sad to, to have that taken away from a lot of seniors in high school and in college. Like I know my best friend, Lindsay's really, really sad about not going back to Penn state. And, um, a lot of people, that come from broken homes really look at school as their home or they look at school as an escape or somewhere that they look forward to going. So I just feel for everyone that's really not being able to go back to school right now. I know we always say like, oh, school sucks. But once you get something taken away from you that we take for granted every single day, I think it really puts into perspective how much, how important it is to a lot of us and how much of a home it is to a lot of kids that we don't even really consider. And I just really feel for you guys and just know that I'm thinking of you and that I'm with you and, you know, my class is going through it. And I've always thought like, man, when 
when I see all my kids graduating, like in the class that I would have graduated with, I think I'm going to get really sad and be like, you know, that could have been me. And I chose to not have that. I chose to not walk down with a degree. I chose to not have a degree. And I always pride myself on, you know, if, you know, if for whatever reason, I don't have YouTube and I don't have stride. Like I don't have a degree, but I'll make it work. But now like that's becoming a reality. Like what if I don't have stride? What if YouTube like just stops paying? Like I literally won't have anything to fall back on. Um, Not saying that's going to happen, but it's becoming a reality that like I could face. That's why this is just a scary time. And um, I just really feel for all of you guys and just know that, yes, this is kind of an episode about what it's like being a small business owner during this time, but this is just, it's really affecting everybody. It's affecting the whole country. And I I don't I've I've been trying not to watch the news because the news makes me sad, it stresses me out, makes me anxious, and I just don't really want that right now. So I try my best to not watch the news. I get my news from others and from um, you know, just like articles that I read and stuff like that. So um I feel like everything that I get is accurate. I just try not to have like the channel four news on at all times of the day. Um But this morning I went on YouTube and I watched a new segment and it said that only like four or five states were in a mandated shutdown. And I was so confused by that because I thought the whole country was in a mandated shutdown. Granted, I am in a state, I'm in Pennsylvania, which is a mandated shutdown and New Jersey is also a shutdown. Um, And that really affects me because obviously I live in New Jersey I live in Pennsylvania and my business is in Pennsylvania, but I'm also opening up a studio in New Jersey. Um, so that's why it's like, I thought the whole country was shut down and New York is a part of it. And like my roommates, friends are from New York. So like they're freaking out too. Um, I thought the whole country was, uh, but I guess it's just a couple of States, but now I'm also realizing that, you know, I watched Aspen and Parker's vlog today and they're like, yeah, my gyms got shut down. So I guess it is I don't know. I don't really know 100% what's going on. I thought the whole country was shut down, but I know that my immediate states are shut down, like non-essential businesses. So like if you were to come to Philly right now, um, you can still walk around, which is really, really nice. Um, What's actually, Philly's crazy to be in during this time because... So pretty much like all non-essential businesses are shut down. So um, you can still get takeout from pretty much any restaurant here, which is great. Uber Eats is doing like free delivery. Like pretty much any restaurant here is doing free delivery, which is awesome. Um, so the food options are still really good in Philly, like Sweet Green, Honey Grow, all those like big corporations are still up. Um, but so are like the little mom and pop shops too, which is awesome that they're all just doing free delivery. So that's really cool. Um, obviously the running here in Philly is awesome. Like there's a lot of places to run and you can walk around still. Like the other day I took like an eight mile walk. Um, so you can still walk around and stuff like nothing like that is being shut down where like you aren't allowed to like literally leave your house. The grocery stores are kind of insane. Like I went to Trader Joe's the other day on market street and it was literally wrapped around the block, which was insane. Um, but the sprouts is totally normal, not like business as usual there. So It's been kind of fine here in Philly. The only thing that's super weird is like a little purge is happening here in Philly. Um, So pretty much like what's going on is the police announced, which no idea why they would announce it, that like you can pretty much just like steal cars and break into cars and vandalize things and burglarize things and like you'll get in trouble for it, but they'll follow up with you when this whole thing's done. So that's been kind of weird um that like you can literally just do crime and like get away with it in Philly I mean you will have a repercussion of it but not for a little bit of time but that's just super weird to me that like 
that's even a thing here. My mom saw that and she was like, you need to come home right now. But I'm like, ugh, like we're fine. Um, I feel super safe here in Philly, which is crazy that I just said that after like pretty much the little literal purge is happening, but I feel super safe here. Um, my house is super safe. I have roommates and it's just, you know, I just feel really safe here. So I'm not worried about that, but it's definitely weird that like that's going on. I think that's just happening so that the police don't have to come in contact with as many people. That's just my theory. I don't really know. I heard the prisons are letting a lot of inmates out that like don't really need to be in there, which is also kind of crazy. Um, yeah, like parking isn't a thing here. Like you're not going to get ticketed in Philly if you're parking illegally. Like Philly's just kind of like a fucking free for all right now, which is like cool, but not, but cool, but not. I don't know how to explain it, but I'm enjoying being here, um, which might sound a little weird, but I'm, I am really liking being here during this time. I just think it's good for me and I feel really free here not just because that I can like do crime and get away with it not that I would um, but I just feel really free here and I feel like I'm not really quarantined here because I have roommates and I have the options to leave my apartment and walk around and you know get fresh air and go to parks or go into like the city life I just have completely all access to whatever I want I really really love it here and I'm, I'm very happy so that's good and that's what I'm trying to stay positive with and stay focused on and just reminding myself that this isn't going to last forever. Um, but this is really affecting the whole country and everyone is taking a hit, not just me. I get a lot of questions of what it's like being a small business owner this time. And let me tell you, it sucks. Absolutely sucks. But it's not the worst thing ever. And other people have it so much worse than me. Um, like healthcare workers can't even go home. Some of my instructors are healthcare workers and they will tell us in our staff group chat they're like I can't go home you know we have to be we have to stay here we don't even have enough tests we don't have enough supplies and like I really really feel for those people because they're on the front lines of this um my hearts go out to them like they're having it so much worse than I am so many of my friends are getting laid off um you know solid core which is crazy. And we'll definitely talk about how the fitness industry is taking a really hard hit from this. Solidcore had to lay off 98% of their staff on like the third day that they were shut down, which to me is insane. It sounds like they're going to get everybody rehired. Um, and whether it is, you know, the rumor is that they laid everyone off so they could file for unemployment. Who knows what the issue is? Who knows what the real reasoning behind it is? All I know is that my hearts completely go out to them. I cannot even imagine if that was me having to lay off pretty much all of my staff. Like I would just, oh my God, I, I lose it. I would, my heart just breaks for everybody. Like the fitness injury is taking a super, super hard hit from this, but others have it so much worse than me. Um, let's just talk about stride. So for me, financials, a lot of people are saying, you know, support small businesses. Yes, absolutely support small businesses. But at the same time, I feel really bad marketing to a whole clientele that's like going into a recession. I'll get into that in a second. But financials are at a standstill, meaning that we don't really have any bills to pay because I've turned off like all of our HVAC um, at the studio. So we don't really have like Pico to pay. Um, we're not really using Internet. We're not paying anybody because no one's teaching right now. Um, I, I don't have my salary right now, which I would forego in literally two seconds, not even a second thought in my mind. Um, the only thing that we still have to pay is rent, which kind of sucks, um, because we had to close. It's not like we chose to close. So 
that's really annoying um, just because I feel like we're pretty good tenants um, and we still have to pay our rent, which that's just annoying. Um, but what are you going to do about it? But like the POS system that we use is really great at letting us not pay. Um, and you know, everyone gets it. Like we're all going through it. It's not just stride that's going through it. Everyone's going through it. So we all kind of get it and people are helping out when they can. A lot of small business lenders are really understanding and they're offering loans with no interest. Thankfully, we don't need that, which is really nice knowing that we save our money and that we don't have to rely on loans. But, you know, who knows how long this is going to go on for. So if down the line we ever need to get loans, it's just really nice knowing that there's an option there if we ever need it. Um, I've obviously foregone my salary and I would at any day of the week uh, without even thinking twice about it. I would sell my house and put all of the money into that business before I ever let the business go down, before I ever even consider taking a salary again. Um, There's just so much, I would just care about the business so much more than I do myself. Um, My dad and I were talking the other day and he told me about this episode of Shark Tank that he saw and I actually also saw it too. Mark Cuban like ripped this guy a new asshole because he was saying how like he wanted funding so that he could pay for himself and his salary. And Mark Cuban was like, fuck you for thinking that if you're going to have a startup, you get a nice salary. Like you don't, you should put your business above you and before anything else. And you should like be willing to sleep on the street and eat canned food for a year before you even consider taking a salary. And that's how I am. Like I would sell my house and be dirt poor if that meant my business was doing well. And that's just the truth of the matter. Like I would so much rather have stride do well and have it be secure than have me be financially secure. And that's just how it is. Um, And that's how I will probably always have this mindset. And I can't see that going any other way. The business always comes first. And that's just my mindset. And that's just how I am because I just care about this business so much more than I do myself. Um, What I really miss most is the people at Stride, we really built a community. We're not here to make a quick buck. We're not here to be a millionaire. We're here to make a community. And I really miss the people. I really miss the community. Um, on Wednesday, I'm coming out with the Stride Effect podcast all about the people and like the best memories of Stride and how we can just stay positive during this time. So that's going to be on Wednesday if you guys want to take a listen to that. Uh, I just really miss everybody a ton. So like I said, the fitness industry is taking a really, really hard hit from this. So I'll correlate off 98% of their staff. Um, I heard Flywheel is doing the same thing. They didn't like come out and say it like how Solid Core did, but rumor has it that Flywheel is doing the same thing. Um, It's just like, and the fact that they're doing this on day two and three of the shutdown makes me think that this is going to be way longer than what we think it's going to be and that it's going to go on for much more than just two weeks, which is a super scary thought. I completely understand why gyms and studios are the first to be shut down. A lot of people go there, you share sweat, like you touch a lot of things, like everyone, it's very common ground in gyms and studios. It really is like an incubator for a virus and I totally get it. It sucks that my business is fitness and it sucks that my industry is taking a super hard hit, not just me, but literally everybody. Um, And I I just really, really feel for everybody. I'm going to pause right here and take a super quick break Um, so that you guys can, you know, I have ads. Also, a lot of people tell me that like the ads aren't always going through. Um, I don't put the ads in my network does. So if an ad doesn't go through, I guess I just didn't have an ad for that time, which is totally fine. Um, but I just have to like do these ad breaks. So I'm going to pause here real quick, take a quick ad break, and then we'll get into how stride is being personally affected and what I think about the whole thing. 
For the new year, I really want to make sure that sauning is a big part of my wellness routine, and that is where I'm thrilled to bring in Bond Charge. Bond Charge is a holistic wellness brand with a huge range of evidence-based products to optimize your life in every way. Founded on science and inspired by nature, all Bond Charge products adapt ancestral ways of living in our modern-day world. Their extensive range of premium wellness products help you sleep better, perform better, and have more energy, recover faster, balance hormones, reduce inflammation. The list really is endless. So from blue light glasses, starlight therapy, to EMF management, and circadian-friendly lighting, Bond Charge products help you naturally address the issues of our modern day way of life effortlessly with maximum impact. One of my favorite products from Bond Charge is their infrared sauna blanket. I loved sauning and I have for a really long time, but the problem is I always have to go to the gym. And a lot of times I want to sauna at night when I'm cozy at home. I just don't want to leave. That's why using the infrared sauna blanket at home has been so amazing. This is a really great way to ease stress and unwind at the end of the day. It's also really good to detoxify and it promotes um, lower inflammation in the body, which is really, really huge. What's also really cool is that because this is a blanket, your head is out of it. So it's honestly, I find it's easier to stay in this longer. And because my head is out of it, I'm able to like read a little bit longer and my body still gets all the good benefits that I get while being in the sauna blanket. It's really easy to set up and it's also really easy to clean. It takes less than a minute to set up. It heats up really quickly and I can enjoy like a 30, 40 minute session in the sauna blanket while I'm relaxing, reading, watching TV, meditating. While if I'm in the sauna, I can really only stay in it for like 15 minutes because it gets so hot and uncomfortable, but because my head's out, I'm able to stay in it longer, but I still get all the benefits of it. I just feel so much more relaxed after my sessions. I just feel really, really good. And I just love ending my night with a sauna. Bond Charge ships worldwide in rapid time. They have free shipping on every sauna blanket. They also have easy returns and exchanges, and they have a 12-month warranty. If you're interested, go to bondcharge.com manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15%. That's B-O-N-C-H-A-R-G-E dot com slash manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15% off on your purchase. That's bondcharge.com manifest. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't a search at all. So don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. So ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. One of the things that I love about Indeed is that I've been able to use it for all of my businesses across uh, the last few years, and it's been really amazing. What I love the most is that I'm able to put down like exactly what it is that I want on Indeed and the candidates that match that get sent right to me. And then the hard part actually becomes narrowing down which ones are the best for me because they all are exactly what I'm looking for. And then it really just comes down to like, which do I vibe with the best? And that's honestly pretty hard to choose from. But Indeed makes it really easy for me to find really good quality candidates that find exactly what I'm looking for instantly. 
Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more that you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of the show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash manifest. Just go to indeed.com slash manifest right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash manifest. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So in short, um, Stride right now is not making any money. And um, it's kind of fine because, like I said, we're in a standstill. We don't really have many bills to pay right now um, except for rent, which sucks, like I said, but it's fine. Um, We're not really making money right now. People are buying gift cards, which means the world to us. People are also buying merch, which also means the world to us. Um, I had new merch on the way, but since we're not making money, I'm holding off on buying any new merch. Um, but the thing is, I feel awful marketing to a community that's also losing everything. People are losing their jobs. They don't know when their next paycheck is coming or even where it's going to come from. And I feel awful shoving another expense down someone's throat during a time like this. Yes, we're a business. Yes, we have to make money, but we're also a family. We preach this when our doors are open. And I truly mean it when I say that Stride's a family. Or a community. It's not a shove at home. I'm not going to do like a shove in your face at home workout plan or a program down our clients' throats that we threw together to make a quick buck. That's not what Stride's about. And I just feel so awful marketing to a community that's losing everything. Um, because we're okay for now. Um, I don't know how long we're going to be closed for. I keep saying we're going to open up on the 30th and I'm still hoping that we are. Even if we have to open with a modified schedule, I'd love to open back up on the 30th. Um, But to me, we're not about making quick buck off our people that are also losing everything. It's kind of like we're damned if we do and damned if we don't. We're staying out of the studio because that's what we're told to do. So we're staying out of the studio to keep it sanitized and clean. So by us filming workouts in the studio defeats the whole purpose of us being closed. If we're in there posting bar videos, spin videos, boxing workouts, it just doesn't make sense. Like that's why the whole studio was closed in the first place to be clean and sanitized and not an incubator for any sort of virus or any disease whatsoever. And this has been the hardest thing for me. I have the worst business FOMO and guilt when it comes to this because I feel like I should be doing so much more. But at the same time, I don't know what I can do to help my business and to be there for the Stride community. Because if we're in there posting videos, that's great. But then we're not keeping the studio clean, sanitized, and quarantined. If I'm not in there posting videos or workouts, I'm not doing anything. Like it's such a hard line of like, what do I do? What do I don't do? It's honestly like damned if I do, damned if I don't. It's a double-edged sword where if I'm in there, people might get mad that I'm infecting the studio. If I'm out of there, people are going to be mad that I'm not doing enough. Like I don't know what to do. And because of this, I have the worst FOMO. And I see other studios around the country, around the world in there posting lives every single day, running out bikes, doing at-home workouts. And like, this all looks so amazing to be going live every single day in the studio. But then it's like, okay, that's not, then I'm not doing my, my part either. 
it's really, really hard. And like, I love watching studios do lives like Army's doing a live every single day. Wheelhouse is doing a live every single day. I love watching them and I love seeing how others do their spin classes. I think it's really cool. And I think it's a really informative way to like take a spin class from someone else that you can't like wheelhouses in Canada, but I love them. I love their grind. I love their hustle. I think they do things so well. Like I give wheelhouse so much credit. They are an amazing company. Army in New York is doing an insane job at posting lives every single day of their classes. And I love seeing how other instructors teach. Don't get me wrong, guys. This has been really feeding into a lot of inspiration to a project that I've had in the works for a long time now that I'm taking a lot of this downtime to really work on, which is super exciting. But in the immediate present, like right now, it gives me a lot of guilt and a lot of FOMO for not doing enough. I feel like I should be doing more. I feel like I should be posting lives and posting workouts for you guys. But like, it's so hard to post good workouts in my living room and give them to you guys. And I feel bad having people pay for at-home workouts in my living room. But at the same time, like the business needs to be making money, but then I feel bad shoving like half-ass workouts down people's throat for money. Like it's, it's such a weird balance and it's something that's so hard and I don't really expect anyone to understand it, but I have awful FOMO, awful guilt about it. I don't know. Like I, I think I'm just kind of going in circles here, repeating myself, but uh, I, you know, it's, it's really, really hard. Um, another part of me, and this might start controversy. So I'm kind of interested to hear what you guys think about this in the Facebook group. Do we really need to be doing all these at-home workouts? Don't get me wrong. I love working out. I love fitness. I love it. Love it, love it, love it. It's my whole life. In the sense of group fitness, people thrive on that community sense of others. I know that myself, I'm a huge group fitness junkie. That's what I get off on. It's like what made me love fitness. So am I, who's a group fitness junkie, really going to be at home in my living room doing these workouts alone? Am I going to do a 15 minute ab circuit with, I don't know, like a booty band workout at home? Am I really going to put on workout clothes and do that when I'm a group fitness junkie? The answer is probably no. Um, what I will do, um, is go outside for runs because that gives me a sense of community with other people. I'll go on walks. That gives me a sense of community with other people. All that stuff I can't market to other people. Now, something that you can market to other people that gives you a sense of community is live rides, you know, riding out your bikes or doing live rides to people that have Pelotons, anything like that. But then it's like, okay, I can't do an at-home workout with a bike in my house because I don't have the sound system. I don't have a bike. And like, I can't go in the studio to film because we're supposed to be keeping it quarantined for two weeks. Do you see where I'm coming from? Like, it's really hard to do this correctly without stepping on toes, without offending people. But in this day and age, you're going to offend anybody no matter what you do. But then I also have this sense of it's morally irresponsible to market to people that don't really have money right now. Like it's just so hard. Like stride community isn't here to make a quick buck. I'm here for you guys. I'm here to be your family, to lean on. Um, and that's what makes this so tricky for me. So back to that home workout. Sorry, I went on tangent. Is it really so bad to take a break? Like I love working out, like I said, but it's not my priority right now. My priority is my business. My priority is how can I continue to market us in a way without being in not, I don't know, without being rude and sensitive to the world and what's going on to it right now, without being ignorant, without seeming so selfish, because we're all going through it. We are all 
suffering. Every single person in this world, I'd argue, is suffering from this in some way, shape, or form. The best thing that I have to do is just keep reminding myself that this is temporary, um, but it's definitely feeding into a huge project that I've been working on for a long time that I really can't wait to just share with you guys. Not sure when, but pretty, pretty soon. Um, I love working out, but I'm just letting this time force me to slow down and work out when my body's asking for it. Like I said, I've been going on walks, I've been going on runs and I'm really, really loving it. Um, so I don't know. Also just because like someone on Instagram has like abs doesn't mean that they're qualified to give you an at-home workout. And I just feel like a lot of people are pushing apps and pushing paid workout programs right now. Um, and I just, I don't know. I don't know if that's right. Um, I love, I mean, it's not like at-home workouts are a new concept during this quarantine. Like they've been around forever. So the people that have been doing it before, like the sweat app, you know, that's all, that's all, they've all been there forever. So if you want one that's like good, um, and that's already like reputable, those are some, some things to like turn towards. I love that studios are doing them. Don't get me wrong. I don't, I, I'm not saying that they're a bad thing. I'm just saying, I think everyone is putting out an at-home workout. Some are taking it to the next level where you now have to pay for your at-home workout on top of a membership to a studio or a gym that you already are a part of. And that's just where I struggle because I'm like, how far is too far? How insensitive is too insensitive? It's just, I keep going back and forth my mind and it's really, really hard. This is me just kind of word vomiting all of my small business owner problems onto you guys. Um, but this is just sort of a glimpse into my mind of like, what's too much, what's not enough. It's a very fine line and I don't know where that line even is. So that's what's been going on with me in stride. Um, what does this mean for Seattle? Because obviously you guys know that I'm opening up a second location in Seattle city, New Jersey. The hardest part of this is that funding has fallen through in a lot of avenues. Um, we had a lot lined up for loans. We had a lot lined up for investors. But since this all has been happening, people don't want to invest into this market. And I totally understand that. So funding has been really, really hard um, for Sea Isle and other ventures. But it doesn't mean that it's impossible. I'm not giving up hope. And it's just an obstacle that I'll find a new way. I'll get creative. Um, if any one of you guys know anyone that wants to you know, invest into a business, let me know. Serious inquires only, but I'm serious. Um, loans, investments, anything like that. Um, we'll talk, but it's definitely been harder to get funding during this time. Um, but I'm really lucky that the people that are still investing and the people that are still giving money are those that really believe in us. Um, banks are even pulling back on loans. It's just a really hard time for funding right now. As of now, it's still a go, but that could change tomorrow morning. Um, New Jersey's technically in lockdown, kind of. Um, so who knows what that means for my business? All I know is that I still plan on opening Memorial Day weekend and I'll keep you guys updated every single step of the way. But once that studio opens, I have a feeling people are going to be Jones in for a good workout. So I think that this could actually be even better for the studio in the long run. Um, I'm definitely taking this downtime to create a fucking kick-ass studio for you guys where it's going to be so cool and so awesome. Yesterday I was playing music with Rachel and we were talking about how excited we were that so many people are going to be hearing the music um, of like stride and the sounds of stride for the first time and like how special that's going to be. And even after all of this, it's going to be that much more special. So I'm looking at this only with positivity that this is just giving me time to build an even better studio for you guys to build a better experience and to really just build up that hype even more. So I'm still opening. It's still happening. And I'll keep you guys updated every step of the way. But really, if anyone 
listening to this is interested in getting involved financially with Stride, um, message me on the Facebook group or uh, you can email me and we can definitely talk about it if you guys are serious. Um, but yeah, funding is definitely probably taking the hardest hit during all of this for CIL. But other than that, I'm staying super positive and just failure is just simply not an option. So I'm not even taking it into account because it's still happening and it's going to be amazing and I cannot wait for it to open for you guys. Um, let's talk about some good things. Okay. Because I feel like the world has tons of negativity and everyone's very, um, scared right now. So let's talk about positive things and what you can do to make this positive for you. This is a great time to take an ad break. So I'm going to take a really quick ad break and then we'll get back into it. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. All right, back to it. So this is a really great time to work on other projects. When I talk to other entrepreneurs during this time, um, they tell me about, you know, struggles that they've had in their business when, you know, this one woman that I have been talking to, um, she was telling me, let me pull it up really quick because it's actually very interesting. Um, she was telling me about a time when her business first started, um, it was in Jimmy Carter's presidency. The interest rates were up to 18%, which is crazy. Um, she's in the sweets industry and she said that chocolate prices were more than doubled. And in those days, they only made chocolate chip cookies. Now this company is huge and they're everywhere. Um, and what they, they're in all of the, um, Starbucks, like it's who makes the Starbucks, um, sweets and cake pops and stuff like that. This is that company. So, you know, she said that like, this was an awful time and, you know, we just created a lot of good from that time because we had so much time to think about how to get creative, um, about the future and just how her business really grew a ton. And that was really interesting and inspiring to hear. I'm using this time to work on other projects that I've been wanting to get to, but I keep saying once I have the time to do it, I will. Now I have nothing but time. So it's really exciting to work on two huge projects that I'm really excited about and that will be coming your way soon. Um, I'll give you guys a hint that it's going to get all of you guys involved in stride in some way. Um, and I hope you guys are really excited for it. Don't know when that's going to be announced, but hopefully soon. Um, another thing is this is a really great time to catch up on self-care, self-love, on sleep. Um, so I've really been catching up on sleep and I love it. I've been waking up at like 10, 30, 11 every single day, which has been amazing. Like I don't know how body my tire, how 
tired my body is until I let my body actually sleep in. And I just feel so much better. Like my digestive system is so much better. I'm not as hungry all the time. Um, my bloat isn't really there anymore. I just, I've been sleeping so much better and I just feel a lot better too. The days go by fast when you wake up at 11 a.m. every single day. Um, I do wake up feeling really guilty and kind of anxious that I do sleep in that late every day, but I know that every day I'm getting a little bit better at it. I've also been learning to meditate in this time. Um, I try to meditate during my on season, I'm calling it, but now this is my off season. Um, I try to meditate during my on season, but I feel really guilty for doing it because I'm like, I have other things that I should be doing. Um, but I've been learning during this time and I am feeling a lot better. I've also been working a lot on my eating. I'm reading a book called How to Get Over Emotional Eating, and it's helping me so much. I can do a whole episode when I'm done the book and, you know, in a couple of months when I feel like I kind of have a grip on things, but I'm doing so much better with my eating. Um, I'm showering like three times a day because like what else is there to do? I love showers. I feel great. Uh, my hair is growing so fast. I'll post a photo on April 1st in the Facebook group of March 1st to April 1st, and I can do a whole episode on like what I'm doing to helping my hair grow. Um, if you guys listen to my last episode, I talk about how you're more than just looks and I really talk about taking out my extensions and like the goals I have like for my hair and you know, just how much deeper we are than looks. Cause we put so much of our value into our surface level looks. Um, but my hair is growing super, super fast. I'm loving the length. I love that it's short. Um, so I actually, my plan now is to like grow my hair out so that it gets nice and thick and then just cut it to this length that it is now. It's so great. I love how it looks in a ponytail. I love how it is in a bun. Um, I love the maintenance of it. I'm just really, really loving it. I feel beautiful with it. And I'm just really, really happy with how my hair is. So I'll post a photo. It feels really healthy. It feels really, really good. Um, so yeah, all that stuff is going good right now. And, you know, really just take this time to be positive, love on yourself a little extra, take care of yourself a little extra, read a little bit more, sleep a little bit more, tell your loved ones that you love them. And work on your passion projects. I think we always look for time and we always look for the right moment to do things. And this is the right moment to do things. If you need more time, if you need X, Y, and Z, this is the time to do it. Like we always have excuses. We always have, oh, I don't have enough time. Or, oh, once this happens, once the kids are out of college, I'll do this. Once whatever. Like we always have an excuse. Put the excuses aside while you're social distancing, while you're quarantined. Make this the time that you will look back on and say, when coronavirus hit, this is when I started my my business. When coronavirus hit, that's when I started the hobby that I've always wanted to make this a really positive time for you where you can look back on it and reflect and say, I'm so grateful that this happened because I now have the life that I've always dreamed of. Guys, all in all, I want you guys to be safe. If we all do our part, this will be over so much quicker. This has taught me huge lessons of living in the moment. I literally never thought that this would happen to us ever. Two weeks ago, I was talking to a client in the lobby of Stride and she was like, do you think we're going to have to close? And I was like, never. I will never close the doors to the studio. And here I am two weeks later with my studio doors closed and hoping to open up in a couple of days. But who really knows at this point? You never know when things are going to happen to you. So do not take life for granted. Do not take any moment for granted. Do not take any conversation for granted. Do not take somebody in your life for granted. You have to live in the moment because you never know when things like this is going to happen. I literally never thought this would happen ever, ever. It's crazy. I still don't even believe that it's real. Live in the moment and do your part. Please, please, please stay home. Quarantine yourself. Like if we all do our part, this will be over so much faster. 
please do your part before it gets even worse. Together, we are always stronger. So now I'm going to go into things I'm grateful for when I'm manifesting and the question of the week. So as you guys know, three things I'm grateful for. Number one, how time has really slowed me down. I just sort of talked about this, but it's given me a lot of time to do passion projects and things that I'm really passionate about that I've been looking for time to do. Um, I'm also grateful for how much time I get to spend in Philly. I just love it here. I feel super free here and I just feel, I just feel really motivated here. So I love being in Philly and also I'm really grateful for the stride community and how much I miss them. Even though I'm sad without them, it's so amazing to know that I'm so lucky to have such a strong community that makes me miss them so much. And I'm really, really grateful for all of you guys listening to this. Even if you listen to this podcast, you are a part of the stride community because I am stride and you guys are stride and everyone listening to this is stride because you support me. And that means that you're a part of this community. And it's just so special to know that we're all in this together and that we have such a strong community that makes it so hard for us to be away from one another. And that's really special. Three things I'm manifesting. The first one is health for everybody. I just want everyone to be healthy and safe. So I want you to start saying to yourself, I am healthy. And just keep repeating that over and over to yourself. I'm also manifesting for business to go back as usual. This might be kind of a stretch, but I believe it. I believe that business is operating as usual and we are back on our feet and Stride is successful. Stride is thriving. Stride is happy. Stride is safe. Stride is healthy. And another thing that I'm manifesting is a strong economy. It's very scary to think right now that we could be heading into a recession. Honestly, it just feels like the reality of what's coming and that's super, super scary. Um, because I now am old enough to see how a recession will impact everybody, um, but also my life directly. Like the last recession, I was a kid. So to me, it, it nothing changed for me, and I'm really grateful for that. But now owning a business and my parents are buying like a second home and having a home myself, like it's very scary to not have the ability to sell my house if I need to or not have the ability to... Um, you know, have a thriving business. It's very scary to be going into a recession, especially at 21. And I feel really sad and bad, honestly, for kids that are graduating college that are trying to find jobs in the middle of a recession. Um, very, very scary. And I'm just really manifesting a strong, steady, thriving economy because that's what everybody needs right now. And, um, yeah, it just, it plays a part in everything in the election and politics and businesses. And I don't want to go into the election or politics at all. But what I'm saying is like a recession affects every single person in this country. And I don't want that to happen. So I'm manifesting a strong economy and a thriving economy. Now the question, um, the question was, do you have any good book recommendations? And yes, I have three recommendations. Um, this is a great time to read and I think it's a great time to, um, really enrich your brain. Uh, so I have fiction books, which I guess doesn't really go with enriching your brain, but whatever. The first one is where the crawdad sing. It's so great. Um, the beginning of it's honestly a little slow, but the end, the last page is insane and you guys will be hooked on the last page. I think that book is also becoming a movie, which is super cool. So where the crawdad saying, I love that. Another book that I really like is you, me and the sea that brought so much peace to my life and was a huge driving factor for sea isle. Actually, it just really made me feel grounded and connected to the ocean and to the water. And I was like, I really need that 
peace and serenity. So that was a huge driving force for me to get CIL up and running. Um, also like really shitty novels <laughs> are like super fun to read during this time. Like Twilight, awful book, but super fun to just like feel some love, you know? Cause like I'm single, I'm alone during this time. It feels really great to have some love in from a shitty young adult novel like Twilight. So those are my recommendations. Where the crawdads sing, You, Me, and the Sea, and Twilight. Okay? Love you guys. All right, guys. I'm going to end this episode here. I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your day. I hope this put a little bit of a smile onto your face. If you guys need anything, please reach out. Join the Facebook group. That's Manifest with Tori Simone. We are very positive in there and everyone has been amazing about what's going on. So I want to hear your thoughts on this episode. Be sure to join it. Be sure to leave a five-star review, five-star rating, all that good stuff. And I'll talk to you guys next week on another episode of Manifest with Tori Simone. Happy Manifest Monday, guys. (laughs) 